I want you to think about something for me. Think about every single time you have been to Walmart. Each and every time. Do you remember every single detail of the probably hundreds of trips you've made to Walmart? Do you know exactly how many times you've set foot in Sam Walton's palace? You don't, do you? It's impossible. Think, just think, or think of like the number of times you've brushed your teeth in your life. The intricate details of each and every time you've brushed your teeth. You probably don't. I'm just going to venture to say you probably don't. No one could. It doesn't make sense for us to recall and remember with vivid detail things that are insignificant or things that are very ordinary and commonplace. There's no need to count and catalog them with minute precision. Or maybe contrast it with this. Maybe how many times you've been to the Grand Canyon or been to Paris or been to a concert for your favorite band. These things are so much easier for us to remember because they mean something to us, brothers and sisters. We can think of each and every instance, each time we got to see and got to experience those things. Me, for example, I've been to two different U2 concerts, thank you for asking. They've been amazing. One of them was at Bush Stadium, one of them was at Enterprise Center. They were both incredible. And I, I wanted to remember every detail about going to those concerts because they've been so important. I, I love the band U2. I would never do that for something that's so ordinary and so commonplace that it just wouldn't be worth my time and worth my effort. But for things that are meaningful, that are impactful, and that are important, we remember these things because we care about them so much. And that, brothers and sisters, is how God looks at each and every one of us. In our gospel today, Jesus describes how God the Father beholds his creation, how he beholds his children. God the Father's intricate care for us. Christ himself even says that he knows the hairs on our head. Every one of them is counted. Some of us have more hair on our head than others. It's a seemingly insignificant detail about ourselves, but God knows it to the nth degree. Knows it to the nth degree. God knows us intricately better even than we know ourselves. This is kind of in stark contrast to an idea in theology called deism. It was an intellectual movement that sort of began in the 17th and 18th centuries. Uh, many of our founding fathers in our country sort of had this idea, and some of, the, some of the branches of it are still kind of active today, and it's this idea that, that God exists, yes, but he doesn't intervene. He's not very active. He doesn't really care. He doesn't really interact with humanity. The analogy that's often used is that God sort of winds up the universe like a clock, sets it in motion, and then steps back and lets everything else take place. He steps away. Well, in our gospel today, we see that that argument doesn't really hold a lot of water. Christ shuts it down pretty quickly, actually. We have a God who is not just alive, but active in humanity. There is nothing hidden from him. Nothing happens without his knowledge. Nothing happens without his providence. 
And here we can maybe think of another extreme that we can sort of fall into sometimes. We can think that God almost knows too much about us. Like Big Brother or Mark Zuckerberg. We feel more exposed rather than loved or known. And yes, God knows everything about us, but we need not look at him as an intruder or someone watching us. God is first and foremost a father who is active, present, and involved in the lives of his beloved children. We are worth so much to him. Christ himself says we are worth more than many sparrows to God, worth more to God than any creature that he has created. God knows birds with the intensity that we think of every time that we've been to the Grand Canyon, right? He knows even birds as much as we would remember and recall going to the Grand Canyon. How much more then does he know us? How much more then does he cherish us? care for us in every detail of our lives. Our God cares about our ups and downs in life. He cared about the plight of Jeremiah in our first reading today. It's why Jeremiah could still have hope in the midst of his affliction and being persecuted time and time again by his own people. He knew that he had a God who loved him, who heard him and cherished him and was active in his life who would never allow the things that were happening to him to be in vain. Or even in our responsorial psalm, Lord, in your great love, answer me. The psalmist would never have said those words to a God who he thought didn't know him, to a God who would abandon his child. He would have never said that to the the God of the universe. So for the times where we might feel like we're a face in the crowd, like we're rather invisible, God knows us. He knows who we are and he knows of what we are made. For the times where we might feel scared that God knows us too much, if anything, that only highlights a greater truth that a God who has the hairs on our head counted, who knows every minute detail of our existence, is a God capable of relationship, of love, and of communion. If we were insignificant to God, he would have never gone through the trouble of knowing us so well. So if we ever find ourselves desolate or in despair, we can take comfort to know that our God knows our difficulty too. And be not afraid, but rather rejoice that our God cares for us, knows us, and sees us as significant and meaningful to him.